the show, Joe, and everyone else. Welcome. Tonight, we have Joe Sukup, uh, New York Herkimer Diamond Miner. And we had the pleasure of mining with him today. Um, it was a great experience, and we are going to dive into that. But first, please welcome Joe. Welcome, Joe. Oh, wait How are we minute. going? <laughs> I'm sitting here, right? I, yeah, I, yeah. Even... <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Amber Nicole. Yeah, it's your show, this not mine. <laughs> hey, everyone, ben it's Corn. Ben Corn. It's like we're off today, you know. Uh -huh. we, you it was know, a hot day. It, it was, was a, a very day. hot day. We started at, see, we left the house at like 6, six. 6 a.m. and we got home at like 6 20. So yep. we've been running all day mining in the heat and um and we're together for the show, so it's just a little different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so um Joe, tell us a little bit about your story and how you got started. Um how mining. I got started. Well, I had friends that came up here for many years, even before I even knew anything about them. Friends from uh, Connecticut. And then uh, I ended up moving up here right in the neighborhood of Middleville. And my friends called me and they say, hey, we're heading to New York. We hear you live up there now. And, you know, then I started mining with these guys, mostly just hanging out. And then uh, one day on my property, right in my own yard, there they were. <laughs> so... Yeah, then, it just kind of fell in my since. lap. <laughs> you've been hooked since, right? Oh, I I was kind of hooked a little bit before. I was more interested in in the whole idea where they are and and you know and how to mine it more than just just the Herkimers because I mean yeah they're there they're yeah. there without a doubt. You just got to get in there. If you can't get in there, they're hard to get. <laughs> and we've seen firsthand. I mean, Joe, boy, he really knows what he's doing. And I mean, I can chisel i mean even then we could chisel things and then joe comes right in and he's just like doop, doop. <laughs> yeah well you know that's that's 50 years of breaking rock <laughs> you know uh i don't have a whole lot of experience just in this kind of ledge itself but I, I i'm basically more of a rock breaker than than a rock hound you know so, so before, before we get started in the um you know techniques and different things like that um, first tell me, and I got a little bit of that of, from you today, when you go into one of the mines here in New York, um, in the Herkimer kind of district, um, mm -hmm. when you're looking at, when you're at these mines and you were assessing the area to decide where we would start digging, what are some indicators that you would like to share with other people so they know a good spot to start? Well, I mean, the basic first thing is are you capable of the wall or are you taking a rock? So you have to make that decision first, but either way, you're still kind of looking for the same thing. So you want to see if who else has a pocket that's, you know, they cleaned out. So they kind of give you an elevation shot of what's going on and where it's happening. You know, so you might look at 12 feet of ledge and just see two little pockets. Well, that's going to tell you, you got a lot of work ahead of you, you know, okay. even though they might be right there, it could be six of them right between it. You don't know. But the, the legs lays out. If you spend enough time in, in a certain area, you're going to know what's next. It just, it, you know, and different levels have different diamonds. And, and so you keep saying ledge. So I assume that's kind of where people want to start. No. No? You <laughs> no. started in the ledge today. What did you think of that? It's, uh, it was hard. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like no other ledge you ever touched before. You know, it's, uh, it's no picnic, you know. Um, yeah. So, and you got to have the right kind of tools too. You yeah, know, so we, we make most of the tools that we use in this area, we, we more or less make them or buy them from somebody. Yeah. yeah that's the Herkimer reminding district. Yeah, so we'll back up and, and we'll talk about that a bit. Yeah. That, and that, what's that showing you is basically where they're accessible. Now, outside the map, they're still there. Uh, but you may have a lot of overburden. They might be 50 feet down. You know, you're not going 50 feet down. <laughs> um, but there's, it, it, from my knowledge, there's hundreds of private Herkimer diamond mines in that area. Hmm. But that doesn't mean everything in that area has it because it, it's sometimes it's just not accessible. You're just not going to get there. Okay. And realistically, it goes a lot farther north than that. But we know you're never going to get down in that because it'd be it might be thousand feet down. Gotcha. 
Yeah. yeah and and so um you you were talking then also about the tools um so we've got this photo too so can you talk about like some of the different tools and i guess what what their purpose is all right um now that take the hammers for instance those are those are mini sledges that's a two and a four that's all i use i mean if you want to throw the big you know the bigger ones or you know it's more work and more energy, you know, you got to be there all day. And today was a perfect example of what's it going to take to get through today. Just yeah. sitting there alone would wear somebody out. So the smaller hammer, you know, and you learn how to use them without wearing yourself out. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was definitely wearing myself out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't get, you can't get too aggressive because yeah. you, got, you got a long day ahead of you, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you, you want to buy a sledge and not like a lump hammer. It just feels better in your hand. It's more controllable. Um, there's just a couple of screwdrivers in there. Um, you get little dental picks. That's great for cleaning out the holes. They will not scratch a Herkimer. They most likely will never break one. Even if you pry on it, it usually bends the pick. So you're pretty safe with them when you're gouging in a hole there and trying to figure out if it's full of clay or something. Um, root pruners. Well, those are actually tree pruners, but you prune a lot of roots, even though most of the time you're in rock, but a lot of places have dirt. You're in the dirt. If you don't have roots, somebody else put that dirt there, most likely. <laughs> um, and the tree saw for bigger roots. And then the longer screwdrivers, we turn into chisels, so you don't have to be way down in the hole when you're doing it. And, and then we have the long pry bar, and then we have the steel. The steel, that's all those are basically leaf springs off of cars that are cut and tapered and rounded and different lengths for different purposes yeah, different different widths and curves and yeah, yes. we learned all that today just you know to know which one to start with and which right you got to have a starter you know you can't just take any spring and shove it in there i mean if you yeah. got big cracks and all that and it's you could slide something in there yeah that's one thing but you know if you want to try and get two there in a tight crack you better have two good starters because they won't go in you saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was, you know, when I first saw before we did the show, your tools, I was like, these are tools I've not seen before. Or, you know, some of them, you know, and I'm like, I had no clue what they were, how to use it. And just another yeah. example of how important it is, you know, especially someone like you to have around to help those people who come out here and don't know what they're doing um, because they're going to Oh, leave. God, they're it's, so, leave. it's so frustrating leave. to see somebody yeah. who's just trying. I mean, they really want to do it. And yeah. it, it. They, you know, and it's just even a simple lesson with a hammer. You can't imagine how much more they can just do just learning how to use the hammer properly. And you know? I'll, I'll tell you, you know, <laughs> I knew that the Herkimer diamond mining was hard. I didn't know it was this hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah, it was hard. And, and you don't walk, you, you know, walking out with buckets, yeah, it happens sometimes, but. You no, don't really it's... need them because. <laughs> <laughs> you get buckets of druzing and things like that. And you get yeah. big diamonds, little diamonds, you know. But, yeah, to work, yeah, it's, you, you have to have a goal. <laughs> I'm going from here to there. That's your goal for the day. Yeah. eventually you're going to hit something but if you're going to give up in an hour stay away from the ledge right. <laughs> so, yeah so you you talked to about some of the layers um i know when we were at your place you had a layer that you said there's nothing above it so can you kind of talk to about like the rock that they're found in and you know the different layers and how thick it is uh yeah so the basically your herkimers are found in the dolomite or I mean dolostone, right? And then the inside your typical pocket will be Herkimer, Druzy, uh, calcite, and dolomite, and atraxolite. So different layers, you'll have more atraxolite. That's going to give you more jemmy, maybe, but nothing really big. But sometimes it happens, you know. If you if it's really big, it'll be a, a skeletal. You know, ah. I mean, this is a chunker and it doesn't look all that great, but this is probably 80% of it is faceted. That's how crazy that is. Was that the one from today? Uh, no. Okay. No, this, is, this is from right next to the bear claw from a few years back. No, the one from today is sitting, oh, we were, in, 
sitting in a bucket. <laughs> you mentioned bear claw. So for those who don't know, um, yeah. this is the bear claw, which is the one that um, that was one of the first ones you found, right? That's one of the first ones I found on my property. Yeah. And I more or less just said, you know, contracting isn't worth the time when I could just sit here and have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. hard work, but, you know, you saw what it's like out there. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you, you mentioned uh, the skeletal. And so if anyone is wondering what those are. Uh, well, that, that bear claw so, is a skeletal. Yeah. Oh, this is today's dig. Yeah. yeah so the, this is the pocket that we started at today. Um, so you can see in the upper right, that was what the pocket looked like um, as we were starting to take out the crystals. Right. And that, that was packed with a lot of anthraxite mixed clay. It was packed really tight. And we've got video of that. All right. Um, and, and could you quickly explain what the anthraxite is? Uh, bacteria poop. <laughs> okay. And, and, so, and, and that was the, the black color. It's a bacteria that more or less was eating off of the stromalite, which is like a I call it a giant cabbage head, whatever. It was a kind of some vegetable or whatever that grew in the ocean or whatever. To that point, I'm not, not really exactly sure what the whole definition of that is. But so the anthraxolite is like some, it's just a waste that turns to like coal. Um, but it's never made it to that point. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's take a look at the video. Yep. So basically, what we're going to do is we're going to cut a groove into the side of the ledge. Like that. All right. Yeah, that's caping. Because we can't find a crack, or we take a crack itself and just cut it open a little. Cleaner. So this explains the some of the tools that we were deep. just talking about. Okay. Um, right. The 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 um. To put a couple of our starter The ones that right you in. make from the car parts. So we right. start our third piece of steel. And now these are the ones you made. So. Um, I did not make that particular these piece. These I made. These I are from a leaf spring on a car. Okay. That we cut off yeah what you have in your hand is a caper i i don't make capers but it's basically just a piece of steel that you would cut a groove into the ledge so you can start your stack because you don't have a crack no crack to get into so now you've got to get at least three pieces in there before it starts really working the rock then you can put your fourth one in and get a lift and you probably have to cape quite a few holes to break up something any big okay you can hear it doesn't want to and when you're hitting steel like that, you got to hit it 30, 40 times. You don't hit it three or four times and think you're in there. Yeah, this you have this to get the, that reset. The hard rock you can't just give up. On. And yeah, there's no soft dola stones. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of work. I'm sure my arms are going to be sore tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you picked up the big hammer today. I did. Uh, I wanted to do that, though. I like. I know. Everybody <laughs> wants to swing the big hammer at least once. <laughs> so here uh, we're just. Uh, are we going to show this pocket coming apart? Yes, it should be um, after this. Okay. Yeah, we we didn't have as much time to do some editing, so we're we're kind of working on the fly here, trying to see if we can find this. Yeah, I'm hip to it. How we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all piled. Wow. Oh yeah. So, so when we first open the pocket, we're looking at it. We know it's a skeletal. We know it's full of mud and clay. So our first assumption is that most of it's probably pretty tore up and broken. Because skeletal does not take the weather very well. Sometimes so something that's that buried in that much mud and crap would it's near impossible that it come out as beautiful as it did that that wasn't from that pocket <laughs> right that was something yeah, so else. We, you some have oh, yeah yeah now these aren't fully clean but that was some beautiful stuff these are yeah. like 90 percent untouched yeah maybe I mean, even better we literally watched you unearth this it's crazy <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. and so Janine, just to answer your question, yes, this was uh, at Joe's mine. Yes, this is at the elusive Herkimer Diamond Mine. Um, hard rock. Well, they're all hard rock. <laughs> right. 
some of the places have a little bit of dirt digging you could work on. Um, and you know, and it's the same thing. If you don't know what you're digging in, you know, you could be, you could be three feet too high and not even never know what's happening. You know, you're just in the wrong spot. <clears throat> that was a beautiful, that's a half a pair of earrings you found in the Yeah, afternoon. that was the, the one, one I time. found today. <laughs> it's tiny, but it's mighty. It's so clear. It's yeah, like, that's a beautiful clear. piece. Yeah. <laughs> That was the one I found. Um, so um, moving on here, we've got a picture of the crew we were with today. Oh, yeah, today's crew. Yep. <laughs> we got and... Tim Ozzy all the way in the back there. Yep. Um, we got Andrew Rockhound is in the picture there. Andrew and we got Ben and, and Mary Amber. Mary and, oh, Mary Lee's in there, yeah. yeah. See, I, can't, I can't see. Well. Oh, and Andrew's dog. <laughs> I don't know his name or her <laughs> name. It's a girl, I think. Andrew, if you're walking or watching, you'll have to let <laughs> us know. And so also we'll say, um, so Ben was working so hard today to find these Herkimer. I know. He just get he was getting slammed by some ben, hard work. I think know he it. was so defeated. And then <laughs> so it's like 450. Yeah, like, and we're wrapping up, and he found like a really nice pocket of. Uh, yeah, there was some uh, Druzy cluster Herkimer yeah. stuff going on. There was some nice stuff there at the end, and that'll clean yeah. up beautifully. Yeah, yeah. So that one on the right there, that one's got I think I counted like five crystals in it. It's just amazing. I, I still got to clean it off, obviously, but yeah, it was a really great way to end the day after not having much yeah. luck after pounding on some hammers for yeah, but see, how many it, hours. It, it, if you found that first and and then didn't find anything for the rest of the day, you'd be disappointed right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now you're happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the gang again. Yeah, that was a great picture. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was um it was a great day of uh learning. I'd you know sometimes even if you don't even you know, get a chance to collect a lot or anything, just the things, pieces of information that you can take for the next time. Um, right. If I would have never did this with you, Joe, I would have had no clue what I was doing. Like literally. You, you'd be banging your head on the wall. <laughs> 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 Telling everybody all those videos are fake. They can't do it. <laughs> it's so different than, yeah. um, you know, even just in Arkansas with the sandstone, um, and the quartz diamonds that are in there, it's so much different. I mean, this rock is just like not moving. Yep. <laughs> and even even the weathered rock, I mean, it moves only because it's unfastened from the piece next to it, you know, and that's the only reason most of it's even semi-movable, but it, it still doesn't break apart very well, you know. And a and a boulder is just a smaller piece of the ledge, and and then a rock you think you can handle. Well, that's no different than a boulder or the piece of the ledge. If you know, the ledge is a little tougher because you can't just break it apart. Right. But for the people out there who are afraid of the ledge, go after a boulder. You're going to look for little black vugs with anthraxolite in them on the outside. You're going to look for a broken crystal on the outside. Something to tell you there was one next to it. Druzy? So Druzy? Well, it depends on what mine you're at because each mine has its own gig like, going on. Okay. So, because <clears throat> everything is in a layer. So certain mines can only go so many layers or so many feet. And you got to kind of just see what's going on there. But first thing to look for is is somebody else's pocket that they took apart or a vug. Or, and a vug is just a little pocket, I guess. You know, you're just yeah. looking for some sign that there was one in that rock or one in that wall there. Then you kind of assess it in both directions and see what's going on. And then you got to take it apart. Right. And, and you, you gave some really good advice, too, that just look for what's easy. And if you've got some blocks that are already loose, work on those and get those out. Right. Start with the easy stuff, because you'd be amazed how much of it will fall apart with just a little bit of tapping on it or pushing on it, you know, or, you know, it, but it all comes down to having the right tools, too, because you could see the difference just just in my chisel compared to your chisel. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the way you prepare the tool, because. Most people buy a chisel and they use it for a wedge. Well, that's why it's broken. But if you use it, if you buy a chisel and make it a wedge, it'll never break. 
You understand? <laughs> yeah. So we had a question here from Sean. Um, he was asking about in hydro and quartz. So he was wondering if you know um, how the water gets trapped inside of the quartz. That I cannot answer. Okay. I'm, I'm not that guy because I'm not really a geologist or anything. But I'm going to show you something. You won't be able to see the in hydro. But I just pulled this bag out of a bucket of stuff I had laying around. This is an anhydro cluster. Well, it's gorgeous. <laughs> there, there's about, uh, I can count five or six Herkimer sitting on that. And oh, that was wow. not put back together. That was not put back together. That's how it came out wow, of the ground. Oh, wow, wow, wow. So it's it probably too bright on. <laughs> it's pretty, though. Herkimers don't take a good picture. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's an anhydro. Um, I'm under the assumption that the water's got to be in there when it's being formed because they're usually in a teardrop on the inside. So how does it condensate in there? I don't know. How much water does it take to, to make sure there's water in it? I mean, it happened 400 million years ago, so really anybody talking about it is just taking a guess anyhow. <laughs> yeah, so I guess kind of on the same realm of that too, um, I know we, we saw a couple of them, but what are some of the other things that you can find inside of the Herkimer Diamonds? Um, well, inside it naturally is going to be basically anthraxolite or water. Um, they say there's petroleum, but realistically, I'd never really see it, uh, it because anthraxolite would be the petroleum. So you would, it's either black or clear. Um, a packamer will have clear petroleum, which is, kind of, you know what I mean? It's more of see-through. Uh, you said a packamer? Um, now... Yeah, Pacamere. It's a double terminated quartz crystal that kind of looks like a Herkimer. Okay. Yes, from Pakistan. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so what else can you find in it? Mm, sometimes we find a little dolomite in there or something or uh, hematite. And I actually have a couple Herkimers with glauconite in it, but I don't think I have it in front of me. And the glauconite would actually be bright green turquoises turquoise oh, color wow um very rare to find one i have maybe three um i've never seen anybody else who had one blood red uh, which is probably hematite washed inside recrystallized and we know that it's in there permanently because we put it through an acid wash it won't come out so it's actually recrystallized and just stuck in there permanently in a sealed compartment at that point so you you just mentioned using acid what are sort of some of the things that you do to clean the crystals um if you think you have iron on it you use iron out but if you don't have iron there's, there's really no sense to it because it's really just a stain remover for the most part it will melt certain things but it takes a little longer i just use vinegar six percent vinegar now you can go to muriatic acid. I don't recommend that unless you really know what you got, got in front of you because it should be diluted drastically. So before anybody touches muriatic acid, make sure you know what you're doing with it. It's very volatile. It only takes one breath and you, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I recommend stay away from that. Vinegar, 90% of what I have is clean with vinegar. You know, and if you put it in there and you see it boiling, that's mean it's burning the calcite off or, or the dolomite. So if you wanted to save that, don't put the calcite or dolomite in the vinegar unless you want to get rid of that. All right. Um, so um, so today, um, what's a bit I, I can say one piece of advice that I learned from you today Um is and just even seeing with Ben is like don't give up because I mean he went all day and then all day he found stuff you know so <laughs> it takes a lot of time and I know like um I see a lot of um Herkimer miners that you know always show these really great beautiful specimens and for them to have acquired those specimens they put a lot of hours in <laughs> so um it's not easy at all to mine these um yeah i don't know if i can get a good picture of that i'm gonna take a flash this is just one of the cases um yeah that case is, is stunning <laughs> yeah and it's just one of a few and it's you know but that's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of time and dedication you know i have 
you know, and when I go to the mines, I go there from the time they let me in till the time they tell me to go. And so I guess that kind of goes with uh, Vanessa was just asking. She's actually doing a trip to New York soon and was looking for any tips. Is is that one of the tips you recommend then, like going early in the morning? Or I guess what else do you have for Well, her? most of the mines don't open till 9. So you want to be there as early as possible because you could see the heat that we had to deal with. And in, in the two places we were in are two of the cooler mines. that They don't have the stress of the heat. And we were still dying. You know what I mean? It's, it's no picnic out there in the ledge at, at some of these places because you are in a rock pit. You have a wall around you that's 20, 30, 50 feet high. You know, um, yeah. stay hydrated. Drink lots of water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, as far as where to go, every mine is different. Depends on what you're capable of. You know, watch the videos. That's all I can say. Watch the videos. Which videos? Anybody's video in the Herkimer world, watch oh. my page, at, uh, the Elusive Herkimer Diamond. That's yes, my you Facebook, group. Facebook group. Yes, very informative group. Lots of good yep. information. And if you have a question, you, you're asking the group 99% of the time. So it's not like it's my opinion or my word or whatever. It's it's a group thing, you know, and that, that's what makes the group special because, you know, we all contribute as much as yeah. possible, you know. And they're all watching tonight. Hey, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anyone have any? Oh, do you know what? What I thought was really interesting. Did you want to talk a little bit about like the geology of the area, like with formations? And you were talking a, a bit earlier about the sea that was here and all that. The seed? Sea. You were talking ocean. about ocean. Oh, the ocean. Well, but yeah, basically the the Dolestone is just the bottom of the ocean being stacked up over millions and millions of years. Uh, you got to fathom that it's one of the hardest rocks in North America. So it took a lot of compression to get it there. And, you know, we're still mining 150 feet of depth. So that had to have been thousands and thousands of feet to compress just to even get that to happen. You know, and it was all created on a microscopic level for the most part. You know, most of it you couldn't see with your eyes. And then they created the Dola Stone and, uh, yep, strictly for, you know, under pressure. That's why the the, the area is uh, where you find your Herkimers is almost identical elevation in the Herkimer world. It doesn't vary by much. It might slope a little or whatever. But basically, it's so flat because it was at the bottom of the ocean. No gotcha. volcanic activity happening. Nothing, nothing in the water swimming by. So you very rarely see waves in the lines. They're almost dead level. Within some of them are with you know within a half a mile. I've been in places a half a mile and be within a couple inches yeah. of of the height, the elevation. So it's that flat. And and so how do you, the um, the voids, the vugs, the pockets? How do those form in the rocks? Uh, basically, it's uh. Certain layers will be the, the old stromalite from way back when that got compressed. And then, I, I mean, how the other ones are, they could just be a release of a bubble from the compression and let it, you know, all of a sudden there was a lot of pressure. Because you'll see lines where they're, they're almost flat bubbles. Like they, they got there and then they got compressed back down. Um, but I'm not a geologist. I'm a rock no, breaker. No, I know. I just <laughs> enjoy listening to <laughs> You you're the geologist, Brad, right? <laughs> you're the guest, and we're in your territory. <laughs> you, you, I'm you just a rock some, of that, some of that today with the uh, like stromatolite. Yeah, you, um, yeah. And yeah. it kind of leads in. Uh, John was just asking, do you find fossils in the Dolo Stone? Realistically, no. Stromatolite or whatever the the fossil that's called is all you'll ever all I've ever seen. There, there really wasn't anything alive at that time on on this part of the planet or whatever. I mean, this could have been a, a sea lake for all I know, which they think that you know the the Great Lakes were part of it was a sea lake, so it could have been only pushed that far, as far as the ledge, you know. Um, but I mean, it's four hundred million years old when it started, give or take. And then when we come up to a certain line there that you that I showed you at the elusive Herkimer Dial mine yes. where where it changes, 
that's like 280 million years at that point. So there was a, you know, there's a long time in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then above that, you start finding fossils. Yeah. I was going to say on the top side of that, right? Yeah. If you go above me, you start finding, um, what was it? They were finding a pink calcite. And then you get a little higher, you start finding some fossil. Um, but uh, it's it's still a really hard rock. It's still like a dolo stone, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's it's just a little early, maybe or whatever. That was the end of it, and then the glacier moved it. So in in like the Adirondack Mountains or whatever, the forest up there, that was pushed on top of this ledge. Yes, yes, that makes sense. Right. So this ledge goes almost dead level right out into the forest. So you could actually go in there and go down two thousand feet, and boom, there they are. Yeah, and just yeah, kind of go back to this map. So this was this is the whole extent that you were talking about earlier. It, it covers a really wide range that you can find. Right. There. Basically, that's your accessible area. It's it's not definite. You can't find them outside that line. Now, if you look over to the right where Lake George is, well, they're in the bottom of that lake. Got it. But you're not getting there anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, so I guess kind of going with that too, we talked about this when we were at your mine. Um, you you had some heavy equipment there. You had jackhammers. You had an excavator. You weren't using any of them. Um, so I guess, can you kind of talk about why you don't use those? Like, are they, are they just not effective? <clears throat> well, the jackhammer... Is once you get in past the weathered stone, the jackhammer really doesn't do anything. Um, you watching a guy out there cutting a sidewalk with a jackhammer and he's struggling and struggling. Well, that's like 3,500 or 4,000 psi, which is the strength of the sidewalk. This stuff here we're playing with 30,000 to 40,000 plus psi, so it's 10 times harder than the sidewalk. And the guy out there doing the sidewalk is struggling. You're never, you know, realistically, you're not going to cut it with a jackhammer. Now, you could put a jackhammer on the excavator and play around, but then you take the chance of breaking, you know. And most of the guys, once the machine does whatever it's doing and something is exposed or you're, or you're close to where it is because you, you know what layer you're on, then it all becomes handwork anyhow. Because that's the best way to get your diamond out of there most successfully without destroying it. Yeah. Um, especially if you have clusters on the, on the matrix. You know, if you got a jackhammer on the outside pounding on that rock, by the time you open that pocket, you got a bunch of crumbs, you know. So it's right. realistically done by hand or with something softer, maybe a pins and feathers. But, you know, the public mines don't allow that. That's where you drill a hole and you stick some wedges in and you tap uh, on them. Yeah, I've seen videos of you doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and that blows the ledge apart. But uh, even we don't do it that much because uh, it's either a lot of cordless battery or you got to listen to the generator. And you got to listen to the hammer drill, you know. Um, and there's times where it makes sense, you know. And part of the problem is if you move too fast, then you end up with too much debris. You saw, you saw, you know, you got to keep moving it. You saw how buried we get. <laughs> so what do people do if they don't have like these car parts to make the stuff that you make? Um, struggle. <laughs> <laughs> so you're some people get like it done. Uh, well, I mean, there's different aspects of different places to go. So, I mean, you just you, you go to where where you can handle the stone or the rock. Um, I mean, I played in the rock for 10 years and never had a wedge. I just had a hammer. I hardly oh, ever okay. used a chisel, you know, because okay. I know how to break a rock, you know. But you can't really just break a leg with just a hammer. Right. You could chip a couple pieces off, but you're not going to take it apart. Um so the people that go after the, the people that go after the ledge are, you know, they, most of them got an idea what they're up against, and they, and it, they find out real quick if they don't know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So we had a question here from Jennifer asking if you do private digs or lessons, um, since it's not a public mine. Um, I yes and no. Um. I would have to talk to her personally on that. She could she could message me through Facebook. Okay. Um, and, and and we mentioned it earlier. If and it's because have more, and more it's, questions it's, they can go most, to the, most it's, of it's the, because I just don't want to let just any a bunch of people show up who can't. You know, you go out there, there's no picnic. 
Yeah, this and is not, you know, this is not for the week. And all that. Yeah, and it's you know, yeah. I mean, if you really want to go out there for the day, you see what it's up against. Yeah. You know? So, but if you if you're ready for the lesson, watch some of my videos and, and make sure that's what you want to do. Yeah, and you know. And, and, uh, and, and well, I was just gonna say, and so that's at the um, the best way to watch your videos. Then that's through the elusive Herkimer Diamond. And, yeah, you uh, just gotta look around and find my videos. I mean, I've been posted on there since 2013, <laughs> so there's a lot of video. Not a lot of it showing steel because, but you can see what we what we pulling out. Um, no, the farther back you go, the, you're gonna see more about ledge. Um, cause late, the last few years there's been a lot of dirt digging and I wasn't digging. I was just following other people. Um, so I was just going to say, and you said dirt digging, I was going to say, so for some people who may not have the tools that you have or the experience that you have, there are some mines where you can find like loot, like loose Herkimers. And dirt. Yeah. Most any mine, any public mine, there is dirt to play with somewhere. Um, but then again, it's like. You, like I said, you could be three feet too high. If there's, if you're not sure where you are and they're not telling you, you, you could miss it. You know, yeah, most of them will help them. you for the most part, you know, but some of them just open the door and let you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think it's fun, I, but I enjoy breaking rocks. <laughs> most of my friends that come here from Connecticut are Masons and they break rocks for a living and they come up here to hang out and break more rocks. <laughs> I can say, while it is very strenuous, I mean, I do like breaking rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun, you know. And then you get crystal fever when you pull that one out. <laughs> so I, I guess we didn't really talk about too much about like your. I guess what what is your favorite crystal or like your biggest crystal that you found? Favorite crystal? You mean in the Herkimer world? Or anything um, else. I mean, if you've got something else well, to show, we're no, out for I, any kind of. I've never, I've never mined anything else except for Herkimer's, and I was at the Travertine mine for about ten minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the Bear Claw, I, I, you know, that's got to be number one. <laughs> that's, that's the a, one that kind of that changed my life. Awfully, yes, that's, that changed my life. That was the day I considered, yep, this is it. I'm not, I'm not going to contract anymore. Gorgeous. You know. And I just, I want to go in my yard and hang out with the birds in the water. It's literally and like rocks. nothing you would ever find. It's like a one of a right. kind. And this, this came out with it. There was 42 pieces. And this isn't even the biggest. And one. this you found on your mind, correct? Yep. This all came out from about six feet to the left of where we were today. That's crazy. <laughs> about a foot and a half higher. It's, it's so incredible, like how unpredictable. Like, oh, yeah. You I mean, know, when and, you see something like that come out, you can't even imagine what in happened. My, in my mind, <laughs> my mind wants to say that there has to be some kind of, like, way to figure out, like, where these spots are. It's like <laughs> it's like a needle in a haystack trying to find, you know, a pocket. <laughs> right. Well, different, you know, I've been on layers where there's a pocket every 10 to 12 inches apart, you know. Uh, but they're only they're not even as big as a baseball and they're only a couple inches high if that where was that one this this realistically came out of one pocket on a lift at one of the mines when we were in the jemmy layer i can't i can't see there we are there so there's 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 18 crystals in there this all came out of one pocket this can go back together and how long did it take you to get to that pocket um, realistically, less than fifteen minutes. Oh well, <laughs> because because it, it was a continuation. <laughs> it, it's a continuation. When I get there in the morning, we spend forty-five minutes cleaning or so, and then we start at the wall. So it, when I was working this area here in particular, within a half an hour, we're pulling out crystals. So it's about every fifteen minutes to a half hour, you bust another layer. Boom! There's there might only be two little pockets there with two crystals or there might be six pockets with 40 crystals and sometimes you get one pocket with 150 in it. that doesn't happen to us <laughs> but it happens it happens to Herkimer or harry four times <laughs> four so, times he did. so Lori madison here said joe embarrassed to say i've been Herkimer dining mining for 15 years and i have never hit a pocket i need to watch your videos <laughs> just give me a ring when you get to town we'll see what we can do for yeah, you yeah yeah i'm telling you like he 
the way he even just two it, minutes on a lesson with a hammer yeah like <laughs> lesson with the hammer how to use those car parts you make and it yeah. works and it's like and you do it with such ease it was just like right <laughs> what was I doing half the time? I was sitting down or kneeling. Yeah, you were. You were relaxed. Yeah, and... why stand up? I, I know. know. I I'm, like, I'm over here like. Ah, ah. <laughs> you were working it. I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely learned a lot today. That's for sure. Yeah. So one of the questions I had, which I'm sure some people might be wondering, is there a way that you can tell there's going to be a pocket? Like, I, I know I, I asked about, like, could you hit the rock with a hammer and it'll, like, tell you, like, no, that would be near impossible to hear a pocket. Because um, if you hit it hard enough to hear it, you're probably going to break right into it <clears throat> because the stone is that tight and that hard. Um, Usually, if you hear something that's hollow, that means the piece that you're tapping on has already got a mud line around it or it's already come loose. Oh. And even though it has a mud line, doesn't mean it just jumps out of there. You saw that today. You can see that thing. It looks like it should fall out and you can't get it out with a pry bar. You know, uh, there's a lot of mud lines in it. Even when you get really deep in there, every once in a while, you'll run into a mud line. Like even where the floor starts, it, it, I, it's not really a mud line. It's more like an attraxolite line. Yeah, um, like, like John loop. says, sometimes you hit a pocket and it's empty. We had a lot of that today. <laughs> um, realistically, if you start counting anything bigger than a nickel as far as the size of a pocket, probably better than half of them are totally empty. Probably closer to 70% of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was. There's a lot of empty pockets. Now, when you yeah. get to the big stuff, it's like 99% of them have something. But we're talking pockets bigger than a, you know, bigger than a basketball from that size up. Very rare you find one empty. But I did watch a guy hit two empty pockets in a matter of a few hours. <laughs> it, it was just something that happened. Um, but very rarely, you, you, you know, big pockets always have something for the most part. Right. So we had another question from Chris who was asking, what is the most frequently asked question for Herkimer mining? <laughs> well, they try to describe to me where they're standing in the mine and they say, where should I go from here? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like today, Ben and I were both like, what should we do next? Where, where, right. where should we hit this? Well, it's not like, even what you so should do hard. next. Where should I start? Yeah, or, you know? or, or like you're hitting it and you're like, it's not doing nothing. Like, is this yep. a good spot? Like, <laughs> um, I could definitely see how at, the more after, you're there, you get it. Go back to that question. I mean, realistically, it comes down to what mine are you standing in and what are you looking at and what elevation are you at? You know, there's a lot of variables that go to yeah, it, but the like people at each one. mine know what's going on there. You know, I've had experience in basically every public mine there is. Um, so basically when I'm standing in the mine, I kind of know where it is and what it's going to be. Um, and, you know, there's different layers. To, you know, there's 150 feet of elevation from top to bottom in Middleville. Right. Most of your other mines, you can't see the top or the bottom because they don't have elevation. They 20 feet, maybe, you know, so they can only go down so far and they can't go up because most of them are in a field. Um, and that doesn't make it any different. I mean, they're still there. There's Herkimer's there. You just you can only go down. Um, so you're stuck in that layer, whatever those particular layers are in that in that area. Uh, but when you get over into the Middleville area, when we were able to mine the whole area, that now that some of it's been shut down recently, which is a that's a that's terrible. Um, but you could see the top and you could see the bottom. So now you just take that map because it, there, there's layers that are only four inches apart, some of them, and it's a different crystal a little bit, you know. And then you come to the pocket layer and then above it is goes back to jimmies and palmers and then it goes to almost nothing and then it goes to skeletal so, yeah, so every layer is different so so could you explain some of the terms because those came up today and i'm sure some people might be wondering um <laughs> so you, you had skeletal druzy goonies, goonies. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all Goonies from like the 80s, the movie. Like, what's a Goonie? Yeah. <laughs> <Here you> go. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Well, I mean, we refer to a Goonie as typically it used to be basically football size or up was okay. considered a Goonie, but it did that size has come down a little bit. Um, only because in an area we were working, there was just one after the other after the other, you know, and it, it was just happening. Um, <clears throat> and so the Goonie is just a giant Herkimer, and you know. They, they are what they are. You'll never find a perfect one bigger than a... Uh, the biggest perfect one I saw was not even a golf ball size. It's very rare to find anything perfectly clear or whatever thing going on They're bigger than that. It would be worth an extreme amount of money. And and so the, the, the skeletals, what are those exactly? Are they well, like the skeletal, not terminated? Um, it's a regular Herkimer, but inside it, for some reason, it didn't grow as a solid. It grew in a layer and then a void and a layer wow. and a void. So it's like stacked up inside there. Um, they're great to look at, but they, but they can't can crumble. Them. They probably crumble a lot, I imagine, right? Um, they don't like the weather at all. So typically, like what we found today, we, we were already for sure that that thing was destroyed because there was so much mud in the pocket. And that thing came out. That was beautiful. And it was, was crazy because it was just like, it was on top. It wasn't like... It wasn't like inside of it, like connected to anything. You know what I mean? Right. Basically, that probably fell off the top of the pocket down into the mud. Okay. Because it was mostly, typically, most of your Herkimer at, at that elevation are kind of stuck there, mostly just by dolomite or you know, or anthraxolite. There's actually a little film of something in between them for some reason. Because um, a lot of what we pull out at that elevation are really no matrix. Everything had already fell off. Because um, it's not very well fastened, <clears throat> uh, and the skeletal very sharp. You should never just go pulling one out of a hole like that. Now, if you look at that, that's that crystal is like ninety percent there. There's there's minimum damage on that thing. Yeah, and the gorgeous. damage I think is just from the other crystal that was touching it, because it is a puzzle to go back together. So that could just be a broken facet off another crystal where they meet. Um, yeah. But are, typically are there... when when those start to break, there's like a bunch of razor blades. You do not put your hand on them things. Are, are, are there <laughs> other terms? Um, like I know we, we, we mentioned Jersey, skeletal, goonie. skeletal, goonie. Um, well, oh, you, you said, know, you got, go ahead. I was going to say, you said, but that was, cause you, you explained it was from, from Pakistan. You call them Packamers. Packamers. Right. They have Packamers and then they have Ackermers. I think Arkhamers, from well, they have Arkhamers from Arkansas. I think Arkhamers yeah. are from Arizona. Oh, okay. And then there's a, there's a couple other ones out there, but they are double. There's a Pennsylvania one too, I think. I'm not 100, percent but they're double terminated and they look a lot like a Herkimer, but you won't see the clarity like you see in the Herkimer, because 90 percent of all those other quartz were used heat and friction and pressure. Whereas the Herkimer basically is just, just pressure. pressure, yeah, just pressure, and that's what we're guessing gives the clarity to it. Because the clarity is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, um, and going going back to some of the collecting, um, Howard was asking: Are there places that you can just find the crystals on the surface, and you don't have to do any of the the digging? Not for the public. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's farmers' fields out there where you can walk around with as many buckets as you can carry and just fill them up. But he's not going to let you in there. And yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's very difficult to get off out of the public. And, and it's was, illegal. It's illegal to mine on state land unless it's a public mining area, which basically the Herkimers are not allowed to be mined publicly. It's illegal to stand in the ditch and mine Herkimers. It's illegal to cross the ditch, even if it doesn't have a no trespassing sign. This trespassing law in the state of New York is if you knowingly enter the property without permission, you are trespassing. So meaning, keep meaning, that in mind. Meaning if someone didn't say you could come here, <laughs> right? don't go there. <laughs> if, you, if you walk on that property knowing that nobody let you go there, you are trespassing. You walk off that property with anything over $100, you have created a felony. <laughs> as far as the surface collecting, back to his question, 
Um, I don't know if it was specific to Herkimer or Diamonds, but there's always the shoreline, um, you know, on Lake Ontario that has, you know, like I picked up some lake tumbled um, quartz yesterday when I was out there. Um, you know, so there are some minerals and rocks that you can do surface mining. Well, like yes. surface mining, surface collecting, you know, right. on the shoreline. Um, and that's, uh, of course, legal, you know. Right. Um, there's a place in the Ilian Gorge, which is only 10 minutes from Herkimer. Okay. Um, that, it's free. It's a public mine. It has travertine. Um, there's a lot, okay. there's not a whole lot of parking, so don't show up with a mining group. Okay. <laughs> and, and, but what do you, what can you find there? Travertine. Oh, you said that. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Travertine. Um, and it, it's a good run of travertine. It's, you know, most people like to go in the spring when the frost pushes the edge off the, off the hill. So basically you're just scratching a little bit on the side of the hill through the, the runoff and then you find a little vein of it. Um, but that's totally legal and it, it's a state road. It's an abandoned state road. By the hey, way, Chris. by the way, I just want to say Chris thank Nally. you for these questions. <laughs> I think this, this might be the most questions we've had, you know, so far in our season. <laughs> and I really, I'm enjoying it because, you know, I'm learning us. We're asking these questions. So Chris uh, says, what causes the difference in clarity amongst the different minds? Is there anything that causes a difference in clarity and in, in different minds here? Well, it's not necessarily the mine itself. It's more about what layer you're in. So, and like I said, most of your mines are in a field, so they, they don't have much layer to play with, you know, but in Middleville, you got 150 feet. So you can see the difference in the clarities and, and what you get on the different layers. Um, and, it, and it varies. You could be six miles from somebody, but 40 feet lower. So you're going to have a different crystal or whatever else. If, but if you could both get to the same elevation, even though you're far apart, you're basically going to have almost the same stuff to a point. You know, it does different as you get farther away, but overall, it's basically the same. So that um, kind of ties in. So Carol was asking then, do you only find Herkimer's at certain <laughs> elevations? Yes, most definitely, because it's that flat. Um, so more or less, it starts... Um, I mean, about the lowest I've ever seen it personally is around 550, maybe. That, that's pretty low. And maybe as high as 750. But that's kind of pushing it. I mean, that's that would be to the extreme. Now, but does, it's everyone, does everyone have that blue line like you do on your mind, like to distinguish, you know, where to, you know. I have like, seen it. I have seen it. It, well, see, the hard part is most of the mines are in a field. We don't, they don't have a top. Oh, the top is gone. Gotcha. So, so that's hard to decipher. Like digging into because there's no. They're light. digging it because they're there. Gotcha. You know? um, I gotcha. I have seen the line in several mines, um, and the elevation of that line is over forty miles away. It's it's within ten feet. That's how close it is. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good for a piece of ledge that got moved around. <laughs> so, the like, for example, the location we were at today, I remember you saying, like, when we walked in, you were the second location. You were yeah. like, okay, where we were at initially, and we, then we moved. You were right. like, um, I would be down more in that hole than over here. How did you know... Like, is it just because you gotten used to eyeballing it like that? You know, well, I was just tired. looking for something else. I was just looking for another pocket. People don't take both sides of the pocket. They only take the first side. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's always evidence of a pocket unless they kept mining. Okay. Right. So I spotted two or three pockets. Then I walked over a little more. I saw some more. And basically, I was following the line. Okay, this line is, is showing a pocket, you know, here and there. Um, we were a little pressed for time and we, and we were lacking a little bit of tool at the second place. Yeah. So, I mean, but I showed you how to get in it. I showed you a reverse effect. You know, typically everybody takes the top off and they blow it away. Well, we dug out through the water. The bottom up. Yeah. We, we dug through a, where the water was going through, took all the dirt out and actually took the bottom of the ledge off and took it down to, to explore inside there, you know? 
Um, it, 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 like I said, you take the easy material. We saw that that was easy. I could take the bottom of this rock off and nothing's going to fall. Now I can get in there farther and dig because yeah. obviously people were digging in that water line, but they couldn't get in any farther with their hand. So what we did, we created a, a, a spot where we can get in even farther. Yeah, I'm right. actually excited. Like tomorrow I'm going to do some mining and using your technique and your assessment uh -huh. of things and see how it works for me. <laughs> so we, we, we so you'll be calling question. me about 9.30, right? Yeah, right. I'd be like, okay, I don't know where to go. Where do I start? <laughs> Uh, so Tim actually had a question. He was wondering about the wedges that you make, and he's wondering how how do you make those? Um, it it's there's a there's a lot of work to it. it it's not something I could just explain in a couple of minutes. Um, but they work. It, they are the bomb. They I'm work. You. Yep. They are it's, the bomb. <laughs> it, the, every like I said, it, I have basically. If you look at that picture, there's what there's over a dozen wedges there, right? There's four different styles there. Okay, there's actually five. There's five different styles there. So you have to understand what each style is for, or what it's for, and and how and how to use it. So you understand how to keep it sharp. And I mean, you saw me destroy steel today, right? How many pieces did I bend? Like three or four? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and you have. So back to Tim's question, what's interesting with these um, wedges is like, not only are they a different length, they're a different width, they're a different bend. Like, a different shape, yeah, they're, a different they're, cut, different and thickness. Each, and like each one has its own role and when and the time frame or when you put it in and use it. Exactly. And it's you like, saw when I'm when I'm yeah. moving, it's moving. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it's a really it's a really interesting it's a it's an it's, it's an a art great technique. It's yeah, it's a technique. It's an yeah, art. It really is, yeah, it's an art because you know, it's easy me. for me. I know it's not easy for all the other people or most of the other people. It's not that easy to do, but I've done it so much. It, I, I could do it with my eyes closed. It's, you know, but I've been doing it for a long time. I'm not afraid of the rock. So so going to that too, doing it with your eyes closed. Um, we had a question here about listening to the sound that the steel makes. Ray Ray, how we doing, Ray Ray? Good question, because I learned that today too. So yeah, because they're playing that. my song. Ding <laughs> ding ding ding. Yeah, the ding. <laughs> yeah, long as the note keeps climbing, you know the steel's moving. When the note okay. stops, the steel has stopped. Okay. So then you have to you have to assess the situation at that point what you're going to do next, whether you add more steel or hit it harder. Yeah. So just <laughs> a reminder, um, let, let's listen to the video again. Oh, oh the heading yeah. it. Thing, yeah. Cut off, regrind, change the look. Let's change. jump ahead. You can just hear it. I'm going to put that curve facing down so it creates an opening. I may have to get a couple pieces in it before it starts singing. <laughs> you can see the dust vibrating off of that. Yeah, rock. you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> now I use a two pound and four pound hammer only because you got to do it all day. And if you, you know, if all you have is a five-pound clump hammer, you you won't make it all day. No, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's incredible. Like this, the information and the techniques, and everything yeah, that I learned today, it's like invaluable. Because I'm like, I would have never been able to do this without this instruction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no picnic. No. You know? I mean, I was having a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> You had a bunch of other people digging your mind for you. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got some few layers out, actually. Um, yeah. And we took some guesswork out of wondering, is there anything here? I mean, because we got some places where we know that there's not. So. Yeah. Well, see, basically, we have a goal, and our goal is to remove all the ledge and look at all of it because we can't just say, oh, we're going to look over here, and then we're going to look over there. No, this is a career move. So, I mean – the next 10 years, all that's going to be gone. We're going to go in there by hand. We're going to go in 40 feet in 10 years. <laughs> you know, it's it sounds like a lot, but, you know, little, little I, I, can, I, 
I can move on a good day. I can move two pallets by myself, you know, grind it up and, and have it throwable. It, it's incredible. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work to move two pallets, you know, and you can't do it every day, you know. No, because no, you were like, you were kept going and going and going. I'm like, okay, okay, calm down. Because <laughs> you were like at it. <laughs> well, you, I mean, just to start this deal, you have to hit it sometimes 40 or 50 times. Yeah. It's not something you hit three or four times. Oh, it didn't go in. Well, that's the end of it. No, you, you just don't let it tell you that it's over. You got to take it. <laughs> yes, I, I yeah, it's, everything you did was just like, I get it. I got it. I just hope I can apply it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember it first. There's an order to the madness. <laughs> we're going to go through and let's just double check if there's any more questions here and we'll wrap up. I mean, it's already been an hour. <laughs> oh my God. I, I thought I was going to make, I'm ready for bed. I'm tired. I know. Bro. You're like, you're like, this is late for you, huh? Okay. Oh, so... the fan broke. So we have no fan or anything tonight. It's terrible. Okay. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible in there. <laughs> Um, um, let's see. Yeah, and, and John here had another good recommendation too. If you're looking to do some trips, you can join some of the local clubs. They might have yep. some areas that aren't available to the public. Or, right. or I mean, just saying, you can also join Ben's club. Um, just to say, you don't have to be local because I'm from Ohio. Ben's from Minnesota, <laughs> and I'm a part of his mineral group. So you can go to their field trips without right. actually living in their state. And the best thing is you have somebody who organizes everything, tells you all you got to do, be a part of the club, pay your yep. minimal entry fee, and all the hard work is done for you. You just get to go dig. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, mineral clubs are a, – a, a, the best way to get access to mines and quarries that are right, not accessible right. um, and the easiest way in terms of coordination. It's just like everybody has it done for you. You just show up. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's, there's only a couple of the mines that use mineral clubs because only a couple of them actually have claims. Okay. Most of them don't allow claims at all um, as far as the public. And even the private ones, they don't really take in. I mean, you would have to know somebody who owns one in order for your club to be into it. But there are a couple that do the claims. Um, Diamond Acres is one of them. They they have quite a few clubs in there. That's a very good spot. Um, we we have a, another well. question. Someone, I think they're looking to maybe have like their own mind. <laughs> is there any land for sale or any mines? Yeah, it's all for sale. <laughs> <laughs> you got the right price, John Cyril. <laughs> don't, don't, don't come up here and think you're going to buy something for like $20,000 because somebody would have already bought it. <laughs> um, I'll tell you I know, I know quite a bit about the real estate up here because I research real estate. That doesn't mean I know where all the diamonds are. But I kind of know where most of them are. Um, but nobody's going to tell you they got Herkimer's on their property trying to sell it because that would just create a fiasco. Yeah. I you know. Um, and most of the people that have them on their property don't tell anybody. Right. So, I mean, there's a little bit to it. Even even if you like was looking at a piece of property, you can't just go dig a hole and see if they're there because that's illegal. <laughs> but we know. Uh, the district is and if you go you know what the that, district is so you just got to kind of walk it and look at it you know you have to understand what you're looking for you or you can call me up and uh i can walk out there and show you what you're not finding <laughs> 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 i've walked enough of it i want i still walk land all the time for people um yeah yeah, you're a good it's, dude, Joe. You're a good dude. It's not that easy to find it, you know. I had them on my property. I, I bought the property in 06. And we, you know, I walked up and down the creek for 10 years. Never saw her come her. You know? I think and that's, one, that's, that's a crazy story when I hear about, like. Because you were standing in that creek. It's like, but they're not really right in there. the creek. They don't just lay there, you know. So and then and, then we yeah. broke rock one day. Uh, you you're know, like, holy a, shit. There they were. Within the hour, we found crystals. After really working, we, we walked up and down and said, okay, this is where we're going to start. And within the hour, we hit it. Because by then, I already knew where I should be. They're either here or they're not. And boom, they were there. And that's what started the whole thing. 
but that's just like everybody else's piece of property. Nobody's going to tell you they're there. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, um, I'm just looking here. Yes, Tim, you can. That's my area. Fluorescent satellite, Euphrates. Yes, absolutely. You can find them in Ontario. I personally yep. think the ones on Lake Ontario and Lake Michigan, or, I'm sorry, Lake Ontario and Lake Erie are the best. They have gorgeous crystals. So yes, you definitely can. You can definitely find those on the, on Lake Ontario. Um, did we get through other questions? Yeah, I, I, I think we've gotten through everything. Um, just looking ahead, if people are looking for our next episode, we are live on Facebook and YouTube. If you happen to be listening to us as a traditional podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Samsung Podcast, um, anywhere that you can get a podcast, we're probably out there. So search for Rock Home Talk Live. If you want to participate live, join the Facebook event or the YouTube you live um, going forward. June 14th is our next episode and we will have Zeke Holder of the Cherokee Ruby mine. Yes. And Zeke is, he's a very zesty, like he's got a lot of spunk and uh, we're going to have fun on the show. Cause you know, I'm zesty and I'm fun. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to have Zeke on the show. We're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to have fun. <laughs> um, so yes, Joe, thank you so much for today. It's yes. been such an incredible day such like, i, I appreciate you people coming out here and hanging out and having the time of your life yes. you know my only goal in the herkimer world is to make sure you come back yes yeah and they all do I, I i appreciate you i appreciate your knowledge and experience that you're willing to share with others so thank you so much for coming on tonight thank you everyone for watching and peace out we'll see you guys in two weeks Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Amber. Bye. Have fun, Joe.